This is a podcast from the Harvard John A. Paulson School of Engineering and Applied Sciences. Here at SEAS, we love science. We're a science school, but we get it. Science can be scary and intimidating. We think that because we don't understand the words being used that we're not smart enough to understand it. Well, frankly, that's bull. Scientific language, like any other, can be translated. You just need a translator. Hi, I'm Leah Burrows, science communicator here at SEAS, and I'll be your translator. So each episode, I'm going to sit down with one of our researchers, and we're going to talk about a recent paper, and we're going to break down the most egregious perpetrator of jargon warfare in all of science, the title of a scientific paper. Because if you can understand the title of a paper, the whole thing stops being scary and starts being cool and exciting all of the things we love about science. So let's give it a shot. And thanks for listening. I'm here with Mohamed Zagu, the NASA Earth and Space Science Fellow at the Harvard John A. Paulson School of Engineering and Applied Sciences. Mohamed, thanks for joining me. Absolutely, my pleasure. You had a paper out recently titled Evidence of a First Order Phase Transition to Metallic Hydrogen. Now, this paper caught my eye because obviously we know about hydrogen as a gas. We know about hydrogen as a liquid. But I never heard of hydrogen as a metal before. So let's start with that, metallic hydrogen. What is it and why do we care? Hydrogen as a fundamental and a simple element, it's everywhere. And so nine out of 10 atoms of our universe is made primarily out of hydrogen. And the majority and the vast, the vast majority of this hydrogen that exists in the universe is under immense conditions, meaning very high temperatures and very high pressures. And so people have been baffled in the past to say that Jupiter, for example, has this enormous magnetic field around it. And the fact that it has this magnetic field made people think that there must be a conducting material in the interior. And because they knew back then, even Newton knew from 300 years ago, that Jupiter has been primarily hydrogen because it's very large and it has very low density. And so if there is only hydrogen inside and there is this amazing, powerful magnetic dynamo outside, hydrogen has to be conducting inside. By conducting, you mean metallic, right? Absolutely, yeah. And so you can say that if you make metallic hydrogen in the laboratory, you almost make a fraction of Jupiter and Saturn which has been quite a challenge for so many years. Understandably, because uh, as you said, hydrogen phase transitions to a metallic form under these uh, immense conditions. So how do you recreate that in a lab? So you have to generate pressures and you have to generate temperatures. To generate pressures, the hardest materials known to man is diamonds. And so at the heart of this device, you have these two diamonds and then squashed between them, there's this metallic gasket. And the sample, which is hydrogen in this case, sits between these two diamonds. The more you bring the two diamonds closer, the higher pressure that you can generate. And to raise the temperature, you guys shot laser bursts at the sample, right? Yes. And so every time a burst of laser comes, it heats the hydrogen. So the hydrogen is already compressed between these two diamonds, and it starts heating the hydrogen to some temperature. And you crank up the power of the laser to get to a higher temperature. And at some point, and this is go back to the title of observation of the space transition, at some point high enough in temperature, you see a very abrupt transition of the hydrogen, meaning that hydrogen goes from a, an insulating 
sort of transparent state into this metallic shiny surface. And so the entire idea is that a normal transparent material like glass, you know, is insulated just by looking at it. And if you get a metal, like a shiny platinum gold copper, it actually reflects the light and it's opaque. And this is the key diagnostic that we use in the experiment. Okay, we're almost there, but we haven't talked about what first order phase transition means. So let's break that down. Yeah, so this is this is a very interesting part. Theory has been struggling to try to understand this transformation between the insulating state to the metallic state. Is it abrupt or is it continuous? Ice, for example, has a very abrupt transition, meaning that if you can vary the temperature by very little, only when you cross the freezing temperature, you're going to see the samples just suddenly become this crystalline ice. The very nice thing about these experiments is that we first have the first experimental evidence for observation of this abrupt transition. And this is something that has not been observed in the past. And this question about whether it's abrupt or not has a huge implication for planetary science. We still don't understand how planets form fully. The nature of the transition of hydrogen inside these planets has a lot to say about this. But it's not just planetary science. I mean, the ramifications of being able to create metallic hydrogen on superconductivity, on energy is huge, right? So one, one of the reasons that hydrogen is exciting, I mean, it's exciting for a lot of things, but as a metal, it's exceptional because it only has one electron. And this is very different than all the other metals that we're familiar with as a periodic table. And because it's very light, the electrons and the protons can couple to each other. And this coupling is much stronger than any other known metal. And if the coupling is high, the superconducting temperature is going to be very high. And predictions now vary from room temperature to even higher than room temperature. Aside from that, I mean, the hydrogen economy is a word that I keep mentioning. Part of the motivation for the hydrogen economy is that it's very clean. It's always very abundant. And so if you can compress hydrogen into very high states, very high density, it has a lot of energy compacted in it. It turns out because it's very dense and because it's very light, it's very combustible as well. And so it can work as a rocket fuel, and it's actually more powerful, four times more powerful as a fuel than any of our known liquid fuel propellant known to man. So a translation of this title into everyday English would be something like seeing an abrupt transition from liquid hydrogen to metallic hydrogen for the first time in a bench experiment. Exactly. Absolutely. The fact, just to bring this in perspective, the bench experiment is very important because, I mean, now you can go and say, we make fractions of Jupiter and Saturn on, on an adventure experiment in the laboratory. That's so cool. Mohamed, thank you so much for joining me and for explaining the title of your paper. Thank you. Thanks a lot. This has been a podcast from the Harvard John A. Paulson School of Engineering and Applied Sciences.